You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time for It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you every week by Brenthurst Wealth. Brenthurst Wealth has been voted SA's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020 and is consistently in the top three. Today I'm speaking to Suzanne Halman in the Western Cape and the headline is, Suzanne, make the most of offshore allowances. Now there's different types of allowances with different types of legislation surrounding them. The one that you want to talk about, I think, is the SDA. Now what is an SDA? Because that's another acronym that I have to put into my vocabulary. Afternoon, Lindsay and listeners. Thank you. Yes, the SDA basically stands for Single Discretionary Allowance. Previously, people talked about your travel allowance, and that's the one million rand that the South African uh, residents or taxpayers get on an annual basis. Please let to know that this is from 1 January to the 31st of December, not the 1st of March to the 28th of February like a tax year. It's actually a calendar year. Okay. Now, what does that mean? So every year you get an extra million. What do you have to do with it? Do you have to prove that you have spent that million overseas for business purposes or travel or or, or whatever it is? Because I noticed in the piece that you kindly sent me that you can't carry it over. For example, if you've only spent 650,000, you can't carry over another 350,000 to the next year. Is that correct? Correct. This is not transferable from year to year. So whatever you don't utilize within uh, the current year, it's basically in inverted commas lost. So there's various things that you can do with your one million. Most South Africans or most investors invest this million rand or the better part of it every year in their offshore investments that we then help them with. Okay, so you don't have to say, right, I went to this London restaurant and this Paris restaurant and everything. It can be used for investments as well, which is obviously uh, the the main purpose of it. Uh, There's also another tiny little caveat there, Suzanne, which says that if you, for example, use your credit card to book your air tickets to go from Cape Town to London or wherever it is, that is included or rather that's deducted from the one million. I mean, it's it's a small point, but it's an important one. Yes, it's a very important point and a lot of people don't think about it in that sense is that if South African residents use their local debit or credit card while they are traveling overseas, we normally refer to it as card present transactions. These transactions are automatically reported as travel expenditures and then allocated against your single discretionary allowance. And then remember, in addition, where travel costs such as accommodation, for instance, bookings through Airbnb, etc., are paid for from South Africa, but relate to your upcoming trips abroad. It is referred to as land arrangements, and that's also counting towards your SDA. So while you are traveling your overseas trip and you're booking hotels in Switzerland and here and there, those are all counting towards your SDA. So for frequent travelers and people that invest um, their maximum allowance on an annual basis, especially towards the latter part of each year, they need to make sure that they are still within that 1 million rand band um, because they forget about these 
travel costs that they incurred during the year. So for them, no, I haven't invested one million rand, but they forgot they spent a hundred thousand rand on traveling during the year for various trips. Okay, and just to clear something up for me as well, you take the million rand out, let's call it a million rand, you haven't spent anything on, on tickets, you've done that uh, in, by some other method. Okay, you convert the million to pounds or euros or, or US dollars, and you can put it in your overseas financial arrangement, and that's that. It doesn't have to be repatriated, it's a million a year, and that's the end of it. And you don't have to have any tax clearance from SARS. Correct. You can, once you have taken out that 1 million rand, doesn't matter if you put it in your bank account or if you invest it. Once it's out and you've reported it to the South African Reserve Bank, yeah. it's out. You don't have to bring it back to South Africa. Obviously, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. Okay, let's have a look at um, something slightly more substantial. You say South African residents with green barcoded ID documents or new ID cards, they can take up an annual amount of 10 million out of the country to utilize offshore, which requires tax clearance as opposed to the SDA to be obtained from SARS. However, the same person is also subject to an annual, oh no, that's what we're talking about now, the SDA. So the 10 million is different. It's subject to more scrutiny, Suzanne, uh, but also yes. a very, very useful amount. Yes, there are still quite a few South Africans that make use of this 10 million rand allowance, but it is a little bit more tricky because you have to go through the South African Revenue Service to apply for a FIA allowance, which is a tax clearance allowance in general terms, to repatriate this amount. And the same with the SDA, once, it, once it's out, you don't have to bring it back. Um, some of the documentation and some of the needs that you require to apply for this tax clearance is source of funds. They look very strangely and strictly on what is the source of funds. You have to have proof of those funds. You have to show that the, uh, the 10 million rand is actually available to you to invest. You can't apply for a 10 million rand um, tax clearance, but you don't have 10 million. You only have 6 million or 8 million. Then it's very unlikely that SARS will approve your foreign investment allowance. Okay, so they're quite strict on that. There yes. has been a, a certain amount of relaxation which we saw in the budget when it came to Regulation 28. Do you think in the future, Suzanne, the, what we've been talking about now, the 10 million and the 1 million SDA, do you think further relaxations can be anticipated in the future? It's very difficult to say, Lindsay. In my personal opinion, I don't know if they will relax it more, seeing that so many South Africans are taking so much money out of the country, they might even rather restrict it again, like I, you surely remember years ago, South Africans can only take out 1 million rand per annum and then it got relaxed to 4 million and it went up, up um, until the current 10 million. So. South Africa might even try to restrict the amount to restrict the amount of cash that's flowing out of the country. But according to me, I haven't heard anything. I can't say yes, it will happen or no, it won't happen. It's just my personal opinion that rather than relaxing the 10 million, 
I think they, it might rather go the other way. Oh, that's interesting. I suppose it's all to do with the state of the economy and the level of the South African rand, which at the moment is very stable and actually one of the best performing currencies this year. But we know that that changes, uh, Suzanne. What happens if you do fall foul of the South African Reserve Bank or, or SARS? And you give an example of a client who is in violation of the annual allowance. What happens to you? I'm not aware of any situation where the South African Reserve Bank actually has penalised an investor when they did exceed the allowances, but it's not to say that they won't. It is at their discretion. Like I mentioned to you years ago, I had a client that was in violation of the annual allowance, and it was only picked up by Saab three years later after we made the initial investment. It wasn't a very big amount, it was minimal. So the client did come into an agreement with SOP and they weren't forced to bring back the money. But if you are in violation with a big uh, sum, SOP will apply penalties and they will insist that you repatriate the foreign currency that is over that amount for that year. But it's generally, I would imagine, something that the two allowances that we've been speaking about, Suzanne, I would imagine that if you speak to a high net worth individual coming into your office for the first time, you will say to him or her, this is something that you should take advantage of if you have the means to do so. Absolutely. And then we also, with our, within branches, we've got a dedicated foreign um, exchange department. And we clearly check uh, with clients, like I said, especially to the latter part of each year, we make sure that they still have the one million rand available or what amount they have available with regards to their foreign investment allowance and their single discretionary allowance uh, because not all of the clients make use of one forex uh, consultant when they repatriate uh, currency out of the uh, country or when they take currency out of the country they make use of their own banker if they've got a personal banker it's now as easy as your app on your phone you can make international payments so there is a way of confirming that what the clients got available at a specific time to make sure the clients don't violate these rules. Very good. Suzanne, thanks very much for making that so clear. Suzanne Hellman is with Brentos Wealth in the Western Cape. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.